Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you've been here before, I appreciate you coming back again. If this is your first time, sit back, have fun, and relax. Enjoy the show. Strange Talk with Doc can be heard on most platforms. Just Google Strange Talk with Doc. You know the places, iTunes, Spotify, TalkShoe, YouTube, etc. So let's get to the show. Hey, what's going on? Happy Memorial Day to you and yours. I hope that you're enjoying yourself. I hope the weather's good wherever you are. Uh, get out. Enjoy the sun, the fun. This is the kickoff to summer 2019. So have a great time. Enjoy your day. Well, this week, I celebrated my 23rd wedding anniversary. 23 years. The tag team champions of the entire universe are still rocking and rolling. We doing our thing. It was a good day. Nice, peaceful. Uh, we didn't go away this year, but, you know, hopefully later down the line. I just want to say to me, my wife, happy anniversary, baby. Uh, let's look forward to number 24. Okay, if you're celebrating an anniversary, uh, you're just getting married, whatever it may be, fight through the fights that you have to go through. If it's the person that you love and you're supposed to be with for the rest of your life, it's well worth it in the end. I got a good woman. I'm a very rich and lucky man for finding the right person to spend my life with. So we're going to move on. Uh, Game of Thrones had their finale last week. It had people up in arms, people up in arms about the whole eighth season. I have to say, personally, was it the greatest episode? No. Did it wrap up the storyline? Yes. Was Danny off the chain? Khaleesi was off the chain. When she gave that speech, she put the nail in her peripheral coffin by stating, I mean, she went full Adolf Hitler there, people. Even the Nazi outfit, she went full bloom. The only way that the rest of the world would have any peace and she wouldn't be a total dictator ruler was that she had to lose her life. Okay, I agree with you, Brand. Maybe should not have been the one picked to be the king. First of all, if you're going to break the wheel, you're going to have to break it totally. There's no need for a six or seven kingdoms anymore. Every region should have succeeded from that union like the North did. There was no need to bow down. We're back to where we started from to begin with. I mean, think about what Tyrion said right before the show basically went off. 
we now need a new master of wisp. So that means you need a new CIA, you need a new FBI, you need a new spy agency. I mean, this is stuff that basically was in play. The only thing difference is, and I thought about this, there'll be a fight for the ruler of the kingdoms when Bran dies. I don't know what being a three-eyed raven gives him a longer lifespan than most humans, but when he dies, he doesn't have a direct heir to the throne. And that will start the Game of Thrones all over again. But I love the show. I appreciate the show. Was it everything that everybody thought it was going to be? No, there were some awesome moments in the show. When Khaleesi stepped off the dragon and the wings of the dragon looked like they were actually coming from her, it was like they were one and the same. It closed everybody. I mean, you know, the people that complained that Cersei didn't suffer a devastating death are insane. I'm going to call bullshit on you. If a building was to collapse on you, fill your lungs with soot, ash, the fire that was going on, that was a horrific way to die. I wouldn't wish that death on anybody. So the, a new wrestling corporation came out this week. They had their big show last night in Las Vegas, AEW, All Elite Wrestling. I did not get to see the show yet, but I have it queued up for watching this afternoon. This is Cody Rose and Chris Jericho. They are out there and they're trying to compete with the WWE. And competition is always a good thing. So I am all for this wrestling organization taking off, being successful, and maybe airing on TV where we can see it weekly, become fans, and give us an alternative to the drivel that's being shoved down our throats by Vince McMahon, who I have major problems with right now. I'm still not watching this show due to the fact of the Law Sullivan situation, and it basically not being handled at all. Uh, it was just whitewashed, washed over. The man said and did some racist shit that caused principals, school administrators, cops, politicians. It cost everybody. It should cost this wrestler also. Not a hundred grand, a fine for something that he did before even being an employee, which I don't even understand how you find somebody for an act that they did before they was employee and let it, instead of doing your due diligence and vetting your employees. So last night, the Toronto Raptors closed out the Milwaukee Bucks in a shocker. Four games to two. Kawhi Leonard has been outstanding five of the six games. And the one game that he wasn't outstanding is because they actually sat him down early. He nullified, neutralized, slowed down the Greek freak. He showed people that it can be done, and even by a smaller, shorter man, but a stronger man, a grown man. Kawhi Leonard has all his grown man strength. Giannis is still growing into the man that he will be. In three years, he'll be a fully developed, Adult, because you know how they say us gentlemen, we don't even get our grown man strength until we're about 25. We might have strength and might be ridiculous strength before, but it becomes even stronger 
when we hit full man stride. So now we have the Golden State Warriors for the fifth time, and they're playing the neophytes, Toronto Raptors, which means we're going to get a lot of Drake in our face. Uh, it should be an interesting series. I don't have Golden State Warriors just annihilating them, but I do have them winning another title. I see this being four games to two Golden State, two games to Toronto. I don't think that uh, Toronto has the firepower to hang. They're going to have def defensive liabilities with Draymond and Clay. They might be able to neutralize to some extent uh, Steph. And I'm saying only to some extent. Cade, this is a series where it doesn't even hurt KD not to be in. I think Golden State is in a prime, uh, prime position to win another title, which would be their third in a row, something that hasn't been done in a long time. So uh, let's just look forward to the NBA Finals being an outstanding series. Even if it's four to two, if every game is interesting because it's still just television. It's still just entertainment. I hope it's high-level entertainment and everybody brings their A game. Okay? Now, Ford Cut, I'm all over the place. This is Doc with Strange Talking. I would love for you to like, share, comment, subscribe to any one of my channels. If you look me up on Google, Strange Talk with Doc, and the, the platform that you prefer to hear it or see it, I, I'm on YouTube, Google, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Shout Engine. That's your prerogative, how you like to listen. But wherever you listen, Subscribe, comment, share, ask a question, give a critique. I would love to hear from you, okay? And if you want to call in, I'm here every Sunday, usually 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you go to the site, you will see my information with the phone number and the show ID that you can call in, and we could chop stuff up. We could talk about anything. We talk about politics. We talk about sports. But we basically stay away from the gossip stuff. But politics, sports, news, music, television, I'm into all of it. If I find it interesting, I'm going to talk about it. I'm not scared of any subject known to mankind. I don't care if it's religion, politics, the things that they tell you to stay away from. Those are the things that I don't mind talking about, okay? So... Ford is cutting 7,000 white-collar jobs. I hate to hear about a major corporation that's been bailed out themselves, not being able to get their shit together, and they have to cut jobs. 7,000 white-collar jobs. It's not even factory workers. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, and please, if I am, somebody correct me. I don't mind being corrected when I'm wrong. But didn't Obama give them a shitload of money a couple of years ago to bail Ford out so that this situation would not happen? But yet and still, it still has happened. So, you know, I, I feel for those families. I wish them the best. I, I hope that they find a, a safe landing spot for themselves so that they can continue to make money, strive, take care of their families, et cetera.
Now, in Missouri, we had a Taco Bell employee who was fired because he went on an Islamophobic rant towards a Muslim drive-in customer. This shit is outrageous, man. People feeling that they have the right to just say whatever they want to Hispanic, Black, and Muslim people in this country. And the people at the top are not frowning upon this type of action enough. They're not making it where every American is an American. Please watch yourself. That's your brother. That's your sister. When the shit hits the fan, it's this country against the world. These are people in this country. I mean, it, it's just not right. It's, it's, it's insanity, and it just keeps going on and on, and I get so tired of talking about it, but it's out there, so it needs to be talked about. But I frown. I'm ashamed of what we become. You cannot say make America great, a land of immigrants, and then treat people like shit who are immigrants. What the fuck is the matter? I mean, it, it, that's bad logic. It's horrible logic. So we got that fool. And I'm glad this person was let go. I mean, because if you work at, and no disrespect for anybody working at a fast food restaurant, but if you get fired from a fast food restaurant, that meant that you more than likely wasn't able to be gainfully employed in corporate America. What do you do when you fuck that up? When you mess up, one of the lower level jobs. Where do you go from there? Cutting grass? Then we have a Wendy's employee. This freaking idiot, I guess it was a prank or dead or whatever. He decides to take a bath in the kitchen sink, a bubble bath in the kitchen sink in the restaurant. Putting his feet, his ass, his private parts in a sink that's meant to wash dishes that people who pay money are hoping that they're going to have some sanitized stuff, but they're getting filthy body parts, pears, whatever it may be. We don't know if this dude had um, doodle balls. You know what I mean? And, and he's washing in the tub. Now, he was also fired because naturally as this new generation does, everything they do must be filmed. Everything they do must be taped. Everything they do must be Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Nothing is private anymore. Nothing. If you eat a donut, you got to let everybody in your world know that you had that donut. Okay? Now, they're talking, this is, this is really messed up for the American people. Uh, they said that 38% of all United States jobs within the next 15 years will be done by robots. Now, I know that a lot of fast food chains have already went to taking orders via uh, computerized terminals. The same, this has been going on the airports for many years, many, many years. The airports, you do most of your checking in while you're on the line boarding passes and things of that nature you do that non-human you do it through a uh, a computer touch screen uh when you go to supermarkets a lot of the checkouts now are self-serve 
these are all jobs that human beings had a couple of years ago. Now you bag your own stuff, you pay for your own things, boom, bang, boom, you're out, outside and on the line. As far as I know, Amazon is using robots to box packages, ship packages. We have to still on this planet count for something. We still have to have an importance on this planet. These jobs, I mean, the corporations are making billions upon billions of dollars and they're not they're not putting anything back into the community. See, everybody always talks about a rapper not doing it, a basketball player not doing it, an, an athlete not doing it. What about corporate America, big corporations putting back into the communities? And the way that they put back in the community is by employing the people of said community. You need to have these people. Uh, I don't know what the hell Congress, Senate, local uh, altermans and things of that nature are doing to force these corporations who are still making the same money, but now they don't have to spend as much money on health care. They don't have to spend on unemployment benefits. They don't have to worry about it. Who's sick? I mean, I understand the bottom line is to take care of business and you want to make your business as profitable as possible, but you can't uh, do that and not think about mankind because man counts. This week we had the live All in the Family and the Jeffersons air. And I'm going to say personally, I enjoyed both of them. I enjoyed both shows. I thought Jamie Foxx, when he messed up live on the air, and the way that he handled that, just like if he, though he was a stand-up comedian at the time, I thought it was beautiful. He didn't ignore it. He addressed it. He moved on. No, For the rest of the show, pretty much, there was no more flibs. People were... It was it was a good show. I would like to see other shows done like this. I would like to see a couple of other remakes live uh, because I thought it was a winner. So thank you, Jimmy Kimmel. Thank you to the cast. Thank you for ABC for airing it. I thought it was uh, thanks Norman Lear for writing it originally way back when he wrote it. Uh, I appreciate it. I enjoyed it. And I would like to see more down the line. Now, one of the shows that I watch it's called The Shy. One of the stars of The Shy is Jason Mitchell. And he was fired from The Shy and some Netflix movie because of inappropriate behavior or accusations of inappropriate behavior. Now, what this is going to do to The Shy, I have no clue because he is one of the main characters on The Shy. I mean, a lot of the story revolves around his spear. So I don't know what's going to happen to the show. I don't know what's going to happen to the crew. I don't know what's going to happen to the cast. But there have been other shows uh, that's lost the main star due to allegations of inappropriate behavior, and they've gone on to continue. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Kevin, um, Kevin, uh, whatever his name is, um, he was doing some show on HBO or Showtime, and he got let go. Uh, with the accusations that he was uh, molesting young boys. 
and that show went on without him. Sometimes you have to write or kill a character off screen because they're no longer on screen. Uh, just like uh, I guess Empire would have had to do with Jesse Smollett if they had let him go. So, you know, I I hate to see a show that I like like that uh, go away, but or get diminished because one of the main characters is no longer there. Now, I've been interested in doing this DNA testing, but I don't like the fact, or even better, I really don't trust the fact that you can sign a disclosure that you don't want your DNA shared. But I don't trust any of these corporations that they will not put the DNA in a database. I really would like to find out my whole DNA makeup. I think that would be a beautiful thing just to see, just for curiosity. I mean, it doesn't cost a lot of money. You can buy them in the local uh, market, markets or pharmacies, take it home, you mail the stuff in, you pay the fee. Some are $59, some are $125. But uh, I don't want to be contacted by some goofball and say, wherever and they're saying you know what we might be cousins that i don't need i i just want to do it for my own edification not define search out or really even see what uh genetic uh problems i might have in the future that's not what it's about but i mean if it's your type of thing i'll say go for it but just keep be aware that the possibility that your information will be shared is high. Even if you sign that waiver saying that you don't want it done, it's hard to trust these people. It really is. Good old Ben Carson, man. Trump's house secretary. He doesn't know what REO is, real estate owned foreclosure. Real estate owned foreclosure. So he thinks that while he's doing a congressional hearing on Tuesday, they were talking about Orioles. This man is a brain surgeon, a high level brain surgeon who is in a job that he is not qualified for. Urban development is not his thing. Housing is not his thing, but this is one of those situations where Trump he put square pegs and round holes throughout this administration, and we have to suffer because of it. I'm trying to figure out what has Ben Carson done since he has been in this position. I have not really heard. He pops up from time to time when Trump needs to parade a black face to say that he has in his administration. But other than it being a butt of jokes, Ben Carson has done deadly fucking squat. Deadly squat. I know that he hasn't helped with the housing in America. Rents are through the roof. And just to prove that the rents are through the roof, uh, you got another RV camp set up in California near Google. I guess that's Silicon Valley, where they say the rents are three times the national average. Three times the national average. So you got people living in trailers and RV parks who are gainfully employed, people who have jobs. These are not the homeless. These are not opiate addicts. These are not dope fiends. These are people who go to nine to fives, but they can't afford the rent. 
New York's rents are out of control. I'm sure Chicago's out of control. I would think most big cities are out of control. But as long as we have incompetent people like Carson and Trump in the positions that they are, nothing will fall down to the little guy to make his life better. That's just how it goes. Now, I just want to give you a little bit of um, help. As we know, we talked about this to start. Memorial Day is the kickoff to summer. We're going to start wearing those shorts. We're going to start wearing those short sleeve shirts. You're going to be having your tattoos out there. And I'm going to give you some quick advice on how to keep them sharp. I have two sleeves. I have tattoos down my legs, my chest, my back. I'm pretty tatted up, right? You ain't got to go out there and buy no damn special tattoo lotion. You ain't got to go out and buy no special gels. All you need to do is make sure that you loofah your body and you moisturize your body. Loofah your body, moisturize your body, and your tattoos will stay on point. I am put my name to that i've had some of these tattoos now 15 to 20 years it looked like i went and got them a year ago it's just because i take care of my skin tattoos are now part of your skin so you don't have to go out there and, and and you know what stay away from the petroleum jellies that might give you a nice shine but it dulls when it dries so like i said just looper that's it. You ain't got to do nothing special. It's just like the beard. All these beard oils and such, I think it's bullshit. I think it's just a way for a business to make money, and I don't fault them. Everybody who owns a business is in that business to make money. But if you're a male, well, you're a male, you got a beard. Your wife, your girlfriend, your sister, your cousin, she's got hair care products that she does not use. Go to her. Get some of those hair care products, condition, shampoo, and oil your beard, and you probably have enough supplies. I guarantee you, every woman's got enough supply underneath her kitchen sink to supply you with beard stuff for the next year or two. You won't even have to go out and spend no extra monies because it doesn't make sense to spend $20, $30 on a beard oil when the, the the ingredients in that oil, I guarantee you that woman has that sitting somewhere in your own vicinity, in your own house. So go with that. So, uh, like I said, I don't like to really deal with gossip, but I, I find this kind of troubling. Cardi B is proposed, postponing shows due to recovery from plastic surgery. Now, I understand plastic surgery has its place in this world. I love Artie Lang. Artie Lang's nose is fucked up. He needs plastic surgery. When you're a celebrity, entertainer, somebody on the news or, you know, a person, a, a sportscaster, and you need to do a lot of interviews, you need your teeth on point. So I don't begrudge anybody going out there and getting the beautiful veneers, getting your teeth done. But when you get to the point where plastic surgery is postponing shows, you need to back up off it. We don't need Cardi turning into little Kim. We don't need that. 
I mean, if that's her choice, she can do it. I mean, you got the Kardashians out there. You got a lot of them out there. They do what they do. But I think that if you're going to use plastic surgery, you use it to fix something that's totally broken, not something that's all right. If it's all right already, leave well enough alone. But if it's broken, your teeth are fucked, jacked up, they're crooked, you got some missing, then spend that money to get them fixed. I don't begrudge you that. I don't have anything, any problem at all with that. We had a man named Joel Johnson. He's 28 years old. He was walking between cars in Philadelphia Monday night. A police officer opened fire on Mr. Johnson. Now, this police officer claims that he was one scared. He's a detective now, mind you. He was scared. He thought the man was going to carjack him. This dude was so scared, this cop, that he actually shot through his own fucking window. Didn't even bother to roll his window down. Never gave a verbal command. Never said anything to this unarmed Mr. Johnson. If I didn't say that before, I want to state that very clearly. Mr. Johnson was unarmed. He was just a guy out there begging for change. Uh, he did not deserve to be shot. And I thought that a detective, you take some time to become a detective on the police force, he would have hopped out, showed his badge, maybe he would have pulled his gun, and he would have controlled the situation. But we got cops now that are so punks, so much punks, that they shooting through their own, who the fuck buys a gun through their own window? Unless they're in intimate danger. It, I don't even understand this. And so far, Philadelphia hasn't even really said how they're going to deal with the situation. Every time that we get away from cops shooting unarmed black men in this country, we get another one pop up. It's like fucking herpes. It never seems to go away. It always seems to recycle itself right back to where it started from. And we're back. We're like Game of Thrones. We're back to the same shit in the beginning. At the end, it is no change. And something has to, I don't know what the fuck is going on, man. I really don't. I really wish that somebody would enlighten me. Uh, I, I just think that the police are fearful. I mean, they're joining the biggest gang in their town. A lot of them were probably abused like hell in high school, junior high school. They were taken advantage of, and they said, you know what? No more enough's enough. I'm getting down with the crew, the legal crew that's going to have my back. The, the mayor's going to have my back. The commission's going to have my back. The people, for the most part, are going to have my back. Even when I'm dead in the wrong, they're going to have my back. And that's just the way it goes. Now, this one, I'm totally perplexed by. Maybe somebody could help me out. This kid, Tupac Mosley, he's 17 years old. He becomes the class valedictorian, right, of his high school. He said he earned $3 million in college scholarships. And he did this while his family was homeless, which meant that he must have really applied himself to his books. I applaud him for that. I applaud you, Mr. Mosley. Tupac, you did a good job. Your family, your friends, your teachers should all be proud of you. As a community, we are proud of you. But what really disturbs me 
is that with these $3 million worth of college scholarships, he decides to pick Tennessee State University, which is a HBCU. Why out of every place that you could go on the planet would you decide to pick Tennessee State University? I'm trying to figure out at least 44 schools. Well, he applied for 50. He was accepted in 44. What kind of schools were these other 43 schools that he applied for? And did anybody tell Mr. Mobley that he needs to get himself emerged in all society, not just black society? I understand HBCUs in 1945. I do not understand them in 2019. I don't think that they should be there. I don't, I don't uh, give them a thumbs up for white kids to have all black colleges. So, I mean, all white colleges. So I can't look the other way and say that I think we should have all black colleges. I think these schools can go like dinosaurs and dodo birds. They can become extinct. Okay. So Lil Nas X, he's got Wrangler jeans. He puts out, the Wrangler puts out a line of jeans for him. And the cowboy races of America lose their fucking mind. Oh, I'm never wearing Wranglers again. If you do this, you shitting on the cowboy culture. This is a young man that's just out there trying to make a hustle. He's singing some songs. He's murdering nobody. He's raping nobody. He's an entertainer. And there's not too many black men that I know who are proud to wear Wranglers. He even put the name in his song. Give him a fucking break. Give him a break. And you need to look in the fucking mirror and say, you have such a problem with black people, you don't even want them wearing the same fucking jeans as you? They're wranglers. They're stiff. They're cheap. They're not sexy. So anybody that's promoting that brand, you should be happy. Maybe they'll make better jeans for you, dumbass. Now, the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston, these motherfuckers, they told kids, and this was an all-black school trip, no food, no drink, and no watermelon. Well, let me let you know something, first of all, people. Black people don't walk around with bags of fucking watermelon. We just don't. It's not something that's in every one of our bags. White people eat watermelon, too. Asians eat watermelon, too. Hispanics eat watermelon, too. Fried chicken is not just synonymous with black people. It's with all people who like fucking fried chicken. So the Fine Arts Museum in Boston, shame on you. Shame on that person, that tour guy who told these kids this bullshit. Like kids are just like, when you said no food, no drink, that covered all the bases. You didn't have to get into a racist diatribe by adding shit that didn't belong in there at all. So, you know what? I hope you feel good about yourself trying to disrespect children who are trying to educate themselves, edify their minds by seeing some fine art, but you had to shit on the day. Thank you, sir or lady, for doing that. Now we got an idiot. We talked. I talked about these idiots and social media. 
some way web designer his name is Shane Morris. He went viral. He put out a bunch of tweets talking about that he had stole a brick of cocaine from an old van. And then he found out that it might have belonged to MS-13. Now he's begging people to go fund him so that he can go into hiding. This is an imbecile. Then he comes back later on and says, you know, uh, it was jive. It was all a made up story. But now you don't put yourself on people's radar that you didn't have to be. Like I said once before, I want somebody to explain to me. Explain to me like I'm a two-year-old. What is the need that everything that a person does has to be advertised on some form of social media, even if it will bring you harm, even if it will bring you death, loss of job, loss of respect, loss of home. It does not make sense. I was watching a program yesterday about uh, gangbanging in Chicago and how the gangbangers in Chicago use social media to pass messages between rival gang members. Like they literally tell each other, we're coming for you. And they use emojis, such and such. Now, all this stuff has been deciphered by the Chicago police gang units. And I just feel it's, it's, it's so stupid. Right now in America, I can't speak for another country. Most people are convicted via social media and their cell phones. They don't need much, excuse me, they don't need much else. Social media, cell phone, and you are basically convicting yourself of a crime. Now, before I get out of here, this guy, he's been putting out straight fire lately, straight, straight fire, both of them, Jonah Lucas and Logic. These are two rappers. Their new song is called Isis. Now, Logic just did a song with Eminem that was fire. But Joyner Lucas and Logic, this song, if you have not heard it, like I said, it's Isis. I-S-I-S. I'm sure they're catching a lot of flack for the video, but that is neither here nor there because you visually can't see it while I'm telling you about it. But this is a song, if you like hip-hop, this is not trap house music, this is not drill music. They actually say some stuff. It's an entertaining song. It, the beat is nice. I think that I you can consider me definitely, for sure, a Jonah Lucas and Logic fan at this point. So I just wanted to let you know about that. Now, what I would like for you to do is, like I said, this is Doc. And this is Strange Talk with Doc. Please subscribe, share, like, comment. Uh, hit me up with email. If there's something that you want to discuss, if there's something that you want to promote, you want to come on. I have you. I have listeners, people. People actually do listen to me. So come on. Let's chop some stuff up. This is an open invite. Easy to be reached. Just look me up on Google, Yahoo, or whatever platform that you use. Strange Talk with Doc, and all my locations will come up. All my shows will come up. You could take a listen, see if you like it or not. And like I said, I love to hear from you. 
I would like for you to go on and enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. I will be back here next Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm going to tell you, like I always tell you people, peace to you and peace to yours. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.